Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Voices for Change. 2.0, the mental health podcast that's changing the discussion one voice at a time, featuring guests that will help end the stigma and keep talking mental health. And now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Joe Lombardo. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Voices for Change 2.0. Wow, I got goosies from that one. <laughs> that's, that's our our new uh, our new intro, you guys. I uh, hope you like it. Um, we're we're kind of excited about that. We we talked about it while we were on hiatus and thought maybe when we came back we should have something new. Um, not that we didn't like the old one. We, we thought the old one was was great and we loved it while we used it. And uh, but it was time. It's been yeah. three years. Yeah, it has. You know, three years is is, is a while for. That's a, that's a minute. Yeah. So. Well, technically, it's three years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so our exciting news is that uh, I, we have, we have a new intro. That's our exciting news. Yeah, that's our exciting news. But there's more exciting news. Yes. Uh, we went. I'm not sure if we mentioned this uh, last episode or not, but we went to a mental health first aid course, Joe and I did, uh, eight hours of mental yeah. health first aid training. Yep. All in I one would, day. Yeah. I would have rather had it. I'd rather had it the one day than having to go back two days. Cause it was a bit of a drive for us, mm-hmm. but we didn't know we took a test at the end and I suck at text, tests. <laughs> so, um, I wasn't sure if I was nervous about whether or not I'd passed it. I'm sure Joe was fine with it, but yeah, well, I was yeah. I was nervous about it, and we found out that we both passed, so we're excited, and we have little certificates now. And yeah, yeah, it's very exciting, and we are. Uh, what are we? Certified in mental health first aid. Yes, that's what we are. Certified in mental health first aid. So if you aren't familiar with it a lot of people have asked me about it since we started posting about it and um, I would just suggest googling it because that's how I found it Uh, there's a USA mental health first aid so it it should they should offer it everywhere Uh, that's what the cover of the book says so they should be offering it all over the place yeah in the US so um, yeah it was it was great you know it was a great course Uh, you know, there was obviously some stuff that Beck and I were already familiar with. Yeah. Just from yeah, that was the only downside of it. Being kind of like uh, you know, know being in the stuff. yeah, you know, being in the community for so long. But there was other stuff that really was informative that we we didn't know, or at least I certainly didn't know, mm-hmm. and uh, that was really really cool to get to learn about that. Um, I'm just proud of us for getting up and getting out there because it was it started at eight o'clock in the morning. So 
Yeah, and um, it was like like Beck said, it was a bit of a drive. So for us to get up that early to do anything, we uh, have to think while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thinking sucks, man. I tell you. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was it was a great experience, and we're certified for the next three years, and that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that I'm going to say right now is, uh, you know, yesterday. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker went into to full release and everybody can go see it and I have not seen it yet and if any of you out there try and spoil this thing for me I will find you and I will kill you <laughs> so that said charming honey I know it's, lovely. I, I am a charming lovely guy what we need to say because the next time we're back on is, is after the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to say happy holidays to everyone that is listening and yes. will be listening. And we hope that you are able to uh, enjoy the holidays without too much stress. And you need to stop yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know why I've got the case of the yawnies, but I do. So I'm okay. trying to stifle it as much as I can. Yeah. But uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, everybody, because Hanukkah starts on the 23rd, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, joyous Kwanzaa. A kickin' Kwanzaa or a... Uh, joy- it's joyous. <laughs> it's joyous Kwanzaa. <laughs> don't, don't bring riff tracks into this. <laughs> uh, I bring riff tracks into everything. Yes, you do. Um, so that said, uh, we just hope you guys have a wonderful peaceful, loving holiday season filled with as little stress as possible and uh, maximum effort on fun. Well said, honey. Thank you. So for today, we have kind of an exciting show that uh, I've been looking forward to. Uh, We've had this guest on previously, uh, but it's been a little while. I couldn't even tell you. She was pretty early on. Yeah. I think I'm not not 100 percent, but um, the, the years run together. They do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, Saturdays run together. Um, but we're excited to to be able to talk to her again. Uh, she has published a book, which is a very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just, if I had to say anything about this person, it would be that she is really really just so special and so kind and generous with her time and so talented in everything that she does and in the the scope of the mental health community on twitter she's very very like high up there like you know people strive to be as good as she is at everything that they do which i know i is including us yeah exactly And we're just really excited to be talking to her again because she's a, she's a good friend. She's constantly supportive of me, especially when, when I do have my struggles. She's always there to kind of pat me on the back. And so we're glad to have her. So today, just welcome uh, Lisa Davis. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, I'm so moved. <laughs> good morning, darling. How are you? I'm good, and congratulations on what you two were talking about with the first aid. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, it's something we've wanted to do for a couple of years. (laughs) That's awesome. And um, 
you know, it's it's we were finally we literally a couple of years we've been trying to do this. We really have. And uh, we, we paid them like three times, and they kept holding <laughs> on to our check. <laughs> yeah, and it's just we could never get it to work out. And you know, finally I was on vacation the week after Thanksgiving, and they were doing it that Friday, and it's like, okay, we're going then. You know, there's nothing standing in the way, and so that's what we did. Yep. Oh, that's great. So we're going to get started on our our questions if you don't have any questions for us. No, I'm great. I'm ready. Okay, awesome. I will will start by saying I apologize in advance for any and all yawning I do. It's definitely no (laughs) reflection on our guests or our audience or anything. I, I just, I forgot to hit my inhaler before the show and my body's, kind of saying you idiot so oh, okay <laughs> um yeah, so i'm struggling but i'm doing oh, my best sorry okay. <laughs> all right so let's get started with this this question usually applies to um a different type of guest but i'm going to try it out on you anyway lisa <laughs> okay just because I mean, we like it and it's how we start every show it's tradition yeah tradition, tradition. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I figured I'd just say because I'm Jewish, but I like that you uh, said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because oh. Beck's looking at me going, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it's from Fiddler on the Roof. All right. Love yeah. that. Never mm-hmm. seen it, unfortunately. Oh. Matchmaker, make me Okay. We'll just sing the whole show. My dad was in it when I was yeah, a kid. Right. and. It was awesome. Yeah, we got to go to this cool party with all the cast. When I was eight, they got me out of bed, like, we're going to a party. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock at night. It was so exciting. (laughs) So I have fond (laughs) memories of uh, Filler on the Roof. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. I I grew up with uh, musicals and stuff. Um, Oh, cool. My mom mom was a huge fan of musicals and still is. is Still is a huge fan of musicals. I love musicals. You know, I do have an appreciation of them. Um, It's not... My number one go-to, but sure, I but I'm good. I'm good with it. So oh, good. Yep. All right. So our first question for you today is, where does your mental health journey begin? Oof. Where does my mental health journey begin? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I've done a lot of work uh, around that in terms of just my own personal struggles with uh, low self-esteem and feeling more confident and kind of getting out there, trying new things. Uh, My mom's favorite expression was, I say was because she passed away 24 years ago, but was expand your horizons. And I was one of those people that really didn't. When I was growing up, I was very shy. I I kept to myself, believe it or not, because now you can't get me to stop talking. And I just (laughs) never never really felt that good about myself. And for me, it was really finding something that I was passionate about, um, finding something that I could really throw myself into, and that sort of, that definitely helped. Um, dealing with some childhood trauma, some issues around um, dysfunction, which we all have, with dysfunctional family issues and bullying and some other things. I I started getting into um, health and fitness, and that kind of helped me feel better about myself. It also helped me with my mental health, and then a heck of a lot of therapy as well. That's what I would say. I guess that's what I would say. I just did say. That's what I said. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> yes. 
think I said a lot. Okay. Too much, probably. I, I, I kind of yeah. went all over the place. No, oh, no. No, you're good. No, we and we've said this before on the show, but we we appreciate the the longer answers versus the yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I'm not so. a yeah. Well, you know no, yourself sure. from, from from doing. A, you have a couple of different shows. You know what it's like to to have to pull teeth for answers. So. Oh yes. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> that's, that's that's quite painful. Yeah, no teeth pulling so. here. <laughs> So, Lisa, you are listed as an MPH. Uh, would you please tell us what MPH stands for? Yes, that is a Master's in Public Health. And there's different areas oh. of public health that you can go into. You can go into health education, which is what I went into. You can go into maternal and child health. You can go into epidemiology. You can go into nutrition. Um, there was a short time I was looking at epidemiology, even though I'm super math-phobic and I'm terrible at math. There was something about it. I was drawn to it. But then I realized with my personality and being such a people person that I'm better off in health ed. And then when I was in health ed, I fell in love with health communications, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing now, actually, for the last 20 years. So, um, yeah, so public health is a, is a great way to learn how to meet people where they're at and help them improve their lives and, and to live a healthier lifestyle, but understanding that you need to meet them. Not They're not going to be where you want them to be. You need to work with where they're at and then work from there. That was probably the most important thing I learned in uh, getting my MPH. That's, that's really cool, you know, because yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not the most common thing that you come across, you right. know, uh, dealing, dealing with health issues and stuff. Uh, you know, and generally, it's, you know, your doctors or your therapists or that type of thing. So this is kind of a kind of seems like it comes at it from a little bit different angle, which uh, is fascinating. Yeah, I really liked that because I, it was funny, too, because when I was doing my program, I was dating this guy, and I was doing it all wrong. Like, his house was just full of junk food, and I went in there, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I went through his cupboards, and I'm like, how could you eat this crap? And I was super judgy instead of being like, okay, so I see you have a lot of junk food here. What can I do to help you to get branch out and try other foods and still keep some of the ones you like, but let's replace or let's try to, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know what, what, and and then I was like, Oh guy, what a pain in the butt I was. (laughs) (laughs) We're not together now. Anyway, (laughs) I did not marry him. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it takes that tough love though, you know, to say, Hey, you know what? Get rid of this crap and you know, here, eat this carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That always works. That always works. Here, shut up and stick this carrot in your mouth. That's right. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's good that you're able to, you know, help people find ways to kind of augment what they're doing to to get healthier. Uh, that's, you know, really key, you know, especially this time of year where we're coming into a new year. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their resolution. And, you know, the, the big one is always I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to work out. Um, and then a month in, they're on the couch with uh, the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big on resolutions. I, I think what I tell people, and this is in my book too, um, which if we talk, yeah, I'm not sure if we're talking about it or not, but um, it is uh, finding your why. You have to find your why. You got to really figure out what it means to you. If it's just like, well, I just want to fit in a smaller dress just because my life will improve. Well, your life's probably not going to improve if you're in a smaller dress. But if you want to be more active, if your knees hurt, if you carry extra weight, if you want to, you know, do more things, if you, you know, I mean, like, you have to really dig deeper than just like, oh, my high school reunion is coming up and I want to show that, 
you know, so-and-so, how great I look. Like, that's not really long-lasting change. Right, right. right. You got to yeah. you have to want it for yourself. Right. Um, that's that's a big thing. You know, it's, it, it's the same thing, you know, if you're trying to quit smoking or if you're trying to, you know, quit drinking or, or any other type of thing like that. Advice. Yeah, advice. Um, that, uh, you know, any type of change that you do, you have to do it for yourself. You can't do it for anybody else. So if you're trying to, you know, do it for someone else and impress them, you're going to, you're going to fail, you know, uh, that's, that's the simple, simplest way to put it. You know, you, you have to want to change for yourself and that's, God knows that's the hardest thing, man. I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I go through it with the diabetes, you know, Mm. I, I love my sweets. Right. well, you know, all the food I shouldn't be eating is my exact favorite food. And, you know, I'm I'm letting myself slide right now because it is, you know, the holiday season. But, you know, Beck and I have both talked about refocusing come January 1. And that's my plan personally is, you know, giving up the sweets and giving up the, you know, all that trying to actually eat healthier. Cause I know I need to for my own health because of, you know, from being diabetic, you know, I oh. want to be here for back for our oh, needs definitely. And, and all that, you know, well, I highly recommend so. the documentary by Vinny Tortorich. It's called fat, a documentary, and it will make you okay. run from refined grains. You'll be like, Oh my God, I had no idea. It's fascinating. And it really, I'm a big proponent of healthy fats and eating lots of healthy fats and, and cutting back on your grains. So uh, even whole grains. So I would highly recommend that it's, it's, it's not only the advice, the advice is terrific, but it's fast paced. It's really enjoyable. So it's, it's, it's on, uh, if you have Amazon prime, it's on Amazon, Amazon prime, or you can get it on iTunes. I have nothing to do with this. I'm just a big man, uh, fan of Vinny. And I think it's, I, th- I really wish, actually, I wish he had interviewed me for it because I think I would have loved it. <laughs> he has all these awesome yeah. experts. So I'm like, wait a second. Come on, Vinny. No, but he just had me on his show and, and uh we had a really good conversation. So oh, cool. Oh that's good. Yeah. yeah. So so we, we briefly mentioned your book. Um it is called Clean Living No, sorry, my bad. Clean Eating <laughs> Dirty Sex. I looked in the wrong spot. Clean Eating Dirty Sex. Please right. tell us about this book. Okay, so, you know, it's funny because I I like puns. I like plays on words. So I thought clean eating, dirty sex would be funny. Um, I didn't realize that people would take it literally, that I I assumed they'd go, oh, that's funny. Like it's probably about healthy living and and how to be healthy sexually. Um, But a lot of people have been like, oh, my God, I'm not into dirty sex. I'm like, there's nothing dirty in the book. I mean, it really is a, it's a cookbook. <laughs> it's, I mean, some people are disappointed. Some people are like, oh, okay. It's a cookbook. It's a healthy lifestyle guide, and it's a memoir. And my favorite part about the book is actually the memoir part because I think it's really important to put yourself out there. I share this thing that happened to me when I was 11 that really was super humiliating, and it kind of shaped that what I talked about at the beginning of the show was just this negative self-image and feeling really badly about myself, which led later to in my 20s, to, to acting out sexually and using sex to get attention and to feel like I was something special and that I wasn't a loser. Um, so I share those stories. Uh, there are also some funny stories in there where you'll laugh. They're really, really fun. 
And, and then the, the recipes are amazing, and they're done by Erin McDonald, RD. She's the dietitian, um, registered dietitian for Clean Eating Magazine, and she has some wonderful books of her own. And then I talked to over 40 health experts from functional medicine uh, physicians to sexologists, psychologists, exercise physiologists um, about you know, food and nutrition and exercise and also unhealed trauma and healing trauma and your mental health, your physical health, your, everything, because it's all connected. And I think, you know, my first book was about mental health and this book is about sexual health. But I tell people, even if they're celibate, this book will help you because it's really the bottom line is it's really about how to be healthier overall. And I've been told that the stories do help, that they inspire you and they, you feel like, you know, because I like people to know me. I like people, I, I'm not going to, and I, I share a story in there about masturbating at, at my friend's house and, and, you know, not even realizing it. Like I would kind of roll back and forth on my stomach kind of thing. I, And in front of her mother, who was Catholic, and, oh, I mean, my God, it was, I didn't even realize I was doing it. So it's pretty intimate. <laughs> Maybe that's dirty. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Maybe I share too much. But no, I mean, but, you know, we all make mistakes. And what are you going to do? And I was glad I'm Jewish because she's like, you're going to go to hell. And I'm like, I don't believe in hell. Okay, I'm going to go home yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wore out my wealth. Uh, Let's just say, after that, I remember she stopped talking. You know, it's so funny. All these years, I'm like, why did Alicia stop talking to me? Why did she talk? I don't know why she did. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, there was that time. There was that time, yeah. Time. Yourself with that, right. I do it with kettle chips. 
I love kettle chips to death, and they uh, tear up my mouth. Yes. Yeah, on the top of your roof of your um, mouth, it's yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just had a container of cheese balls that <laughs> sent me back for three days. I couldn't eat anything spicy or uh, bitter or anything because my mouth was just dying. Done. Yeah. Oh no. So lesson <laughs> lesson learned on the cheese balls. Yep. Right. Yep. So, Lisa, where can people find your book? Oh, you can find it at, uh, they carry it in a lot of local bookstores, which is really nice. It's published through Skyhorse Publishing, and they're really good at getting it in lots of places. You can also go to Barnes & Noble's Amazon, other online retailers as well. Tell us a little bit about your first book, too, as, as long oh. as we're on the topic of books. Yeah, yeah I love my first book, uh, Easy to Love but Hard to Live With, Real People, Invisible Disabilities, True Stories. So this is an anthology, and uh, it, I put help put it together with the wonderful Trifa Blivinchazanoff, M.A. Uh, she has obsessive compulsive disorder. Her son has Asperger's. My mother had sensory processing disorder. My daughter um, has uh, is on the autism spectrum with ADHD and something called NLD. So I, I really wanted to do a book that had people that struggle with issues, primarily adults, because I see there are books for kids or about kids, and they need to be because, it's trust me, it's really hard having a, a child with, with special needs. But I wanted to do something for about focusing more on adults. So there's people in the book who share, you know, their issues with bipolar, depression, or, their, you know, they're not their issues, but their personal experiences um, with um, learning differences, as my daughter calls them, a set of disabilities. Um, Henry Winkler does a great Q&A about his dyslexia. There's people in the book who talk about being adults with ADD and ADHD. Uh, there's all kinds of great people sharing their stories. And then you have the people who love them. So I wrote a story about what it was like to have a mom with sensory processing issues and then to have a daughter with her issues and how they, they're very similar. Um and to just be able to, it's like a support group in a book. And I, I, it breaks my heart because the book hasn't done as well as I had hoped. I think it's just, it's, the market is so saturated. It's hard to get the word out. But the people who have read it, I hear from them, and they're like, oh, my God, this was amazing. Because not only does it have these stories that you can really relate to, but it also, at the end of some of them, um, I talked to some really great psychologists who were able to say, you know, give some advice and some tips on how to handle things. And it's just, you know, I reread it recently. I was, when I mentioned Vinny Torturich earlier, it was funny because I was on his show to talk about clean eating, dirty sex. And we spent, I would say, 99% of the time talking about easy to love, but hard to live with. And he was really curious about my daughter. And we talked about her obsession with wind turbines, and I'm like, is anybody going to care about hers anyway? But he just was, like, super into it, and, and it was it was fun. But afterwards, I'm like, oh, that was interesting, and it, it reminded me. It's like, oh, my God, yes, I got to get back out there and start talking about easy to love but hard to live with again because it really is a special book. I think when I came on the yeah, first it, time, that's what we talked about. It has I been a while. So the book came out in 2014, yeah. which blows my mind. Yeah. I know. It's wild, and it's going to be 2020. In two weeks. Oy, how Ow. is that possible? <laughs> right? Know, it's crazy. I yeah. I was looking well, at my license because are... I went in 2015 to get my license. And, you know, you look at it, it says 2020. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that seems like a million mile, million years away. That's crazy. 2020. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, God, I got to get my license renewed this year. How did five years blip, right? It just flew by. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, you know, in hindsight, <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll let that one marinate. Um, yeah, we we're. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get where you're going, but we have to take breaks. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll, like I said, yeah. I'll keep talking. 
<laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty, Dave. Okay. All Good right. Trend. I don't think Lisa picked up on that one either, so Oh no, I I did it just go over my head. Yeah, it went over my head too. So oh, okay. All right. Well, these are the oh, jokes from here. Oh, duh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> How did I not get that? Uh, I love a good play on sorry. words. Thank you. I thought you might. All right. So Thank we're going to take our first. <laughs> so we will uh, pick up where we left off on the other side of Eureka O'Hara body positivity.
Hey, welcome back to Voices for Change 2.0. I'm Joe. The woman next to me is the lovely and talented and awesomely dancing Rebecca. And on the line is the lovely and talented Lisa Davis, MPH. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys missed it. She was actually getting down and everything to the to yeah, the music. I wouldn't go that far. I was moving my arms. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it, it was cute. So I'm going to take whatever I can get. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right back into our questions here. So uh, without giving too much away, could you possibly give us some tips uh, that you know, just basic stuff that for people wanting to start leading a healthier lifestyle. Oh, sure. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the first thing I tell people is, again, you have to find your why. So there's something in the book that is wonderful by, there's a wonderful MD. His name is Pankaj Vidge, and I absolutely love him. And, oh, my God, I literally just opened the book, and it opened to that page. And this was this is a new one. This is a book I haven't, like, been looking through or anything. And I, if it's okay, I'd love to read a little. It's, it's short, if that's okay, just what Dr. Vidge says, because I yeah. think it's so brilliant. He says, um, I think the biggest piece is the why. You start with the why, because once you have a strong why for whatever it is that you are trying to do, the where, who, how, and when would all fall into place. You have to peel the onion a few times and really ask why five or six times. Why do I want this? Why do I really want this? Why am I really doing this? Let's get to the bottom of the real motivation. The real thing that motivates me is my lifetime dream of climbing, climbing Mount Everest or my dream of being able to play tennis with my grandson and beat him in one game. To me, those are bigger goals than just looking good in a dress. Finding out what that why is, and when we peel the different layers of the onion, we find out that we are all very similar. We all like to have beautiful experiences. We all like to learn new things. We all like to grow and contribute in some way. Those are our highest needs, and those cannot be fulfilled if we do not have good energy flow and we are tired and foggy-headed all the time. Isn't that beautiful? That's great. Yeah. And he's just that's, one of, like, the 40 wonderful. people in the book sharing amazing advice. Yeah, that's that's really good. It's, it's a valid point. You know, if you don't have a valid reason for yourself, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, then, yeah, nothing else is going to fall into place for you to do it. Right. And it's work. I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, for example, meal prep is huge. That's another thing I would say. You have to have things in the house that you can throw together for a meal. And there is some planning involved. You know, take a couple hours on a Sunday if you have it. Write down, okay, this week I want to have chicken and, you know, roasted vegetable, caramelized vegetables. Or I want to have... some steak and again I'm gonna I'm go I go more paleo I think it's healthier you know some grass but if you can't afford grass fed mm-hmm. meat that's fine but if you can have grass fed meat an avocado and a yam and a salad or you know some fish and and some you know maybe treat yourself to some brown rice or something it's just a matter of what do I have in the house really making a shopping list which is a pain but rather than just like going to the store and just grabbing whatever looks good. Can you can say, okay, I'm going to buy two bags of frozen vegetables. Now I have enough vegetables that I can use for dinner on Monday and Wednesday. I'm going to buy a whole chicken. Maybe I'll buy a rotisserie chicken to save time. I'm going to use half that chicken to go with the vegetables. The other half of the chicken, I'm going to make enchiladas. You know, it's things like that, mm-hmm. that once you sit down and do it, at first it might seem challenging. And when I said hard, it's not that hard. It's just, it's not just going to match. You know, you're not going to open your fridge and it's going to magically right. have the healthy food. But if you can just take a little bit of effort, the other thing I recommend is Erin MacDonald, um, the registered dietitian who did the recipes for my book. She has a couple of books out. Um, 
I, I, I wanted, I'm going to look them up because they're so good. And she is like the queen of sauces. I mean, this woman can t- has like in her books, like six different sauces that you can put on the vegetables. You can put on the chicken. You can put on the meat. You can put on the grains. Um, I'm looking her, her, I can't believe I'm forgetting. I, oh, I think it's you rock girl lunch and then you rock girl dinner. But we're, Oh, no excuses. 50 ways to rock lunch and dinner. That's, that's one of them. And then she also has uh, no excuses, 50 ways to rock breakfast. These are really good cookbooks. The recipes are really clean, but she's also a whiz with spices, which is why when I said, okay, these are foods that are good for your sexual health, backed by science, I need you to put them together in a way that tastes great. And all the recipes are great. So that is my recommendation is, is get some cookbooks or go online if you don't want to buy something. Look some recipes up Look, you know, and, and see which spice combinations you like because that makes a big difference too. Yeah, that's that's the hard thing, you know, and, and, you know, it was tough when it was just Beck and I, and now that, you know, uh, Katie and the baby are living here too, you mm. know, really trying to plan, you know, meals for four people is, well, three and a half people, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is difficult, you know, everybody getting on the same page, you know, and, you know, going, you know, it would, it would be expensive before when it would just be Beck and I getting food and, you know, now it's, you know, we're actively looking, okay, how can we eat more at home? You know, what can we eat that we can all agree on? Right. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a process, you know? So yeah, I think some meal prep might be a a good way for us to go. Uh, Taking, taking the time, you know, all of us sitting down and saying, okay, we're going to eat Monday and Tuesday and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're someone who says, well, I don't really like vegetables, okay, so take some broccoli or Brussels sprouts, which I know sounds crazy, but roasted Brussels sprouts are the best. Take broccoli, Brussels sprouts, carrot, green beans, asparagus, throw some oil. You know, I prefer avocado oil um, because it has a high smoke point, um, but you can use other oils as well that you prefer. And just drizzle some oil, put it on 400, throw it in the oven for 15, 20 minutes, and you'll be like, this is a vegetable? Like, it's so amazing. So there are ways, and you can use frozen vegetables too. Like there are ways to get around things. And like I said, just buy the rotisserie chicken. You know, it's okay to do things that are convenient. You just don't want to always be eating like the highly processed stuff, right? You want to try to, you want to get as whole food a diet as possible. But you also, again, have to start where you're at and start slow for some people. For some people, they just want to jump in both feet and be like, okay, I'm going to do, you know, Vinnie Tortrick has a no sugar, no grain thing. Let's just, I'm just going to jump in and do it. Um, I tend to be the type Mm -hmm. of person, if there's sweets in the house, I'm eating them. So I have to, I have to be really careful, but it's hard because I have a 15 year old daughter and guess what? She wants sweets in the house and, and I have a lot of food sensitivities and I know if I eat that, I'm, it's not just about like, oh, I'm, you know, it's not good for me. It's like, I'm going to be physically ill. So it's a little easier to stay away because I have a bigger consequence than a lot of people, but the same time sometimes i'm just like I, it's like calling to me all day long <laughs> so distract yourself yeah. or, or find something else that you like i love dark chocolate so i'll buy dark chocolate with ginger i'll buy dark chocolate with mint all that so that the stuff that i can't have doesn't call to me as much when i have something that doesn't make me feel crappy and yet it still has some health value in it if that makes sense yeah yeah it does um you know and, and having having the sweets in the house is is tough for sure because god knows i have a sweet tooth yeah you know mine mine comes everything comes and goes for me i if i get to a point where i like something i want to eat it consistently every single day until i'm tired of it 
Right. And it's it's just it's so annoying. <laughs> I know it's annoying for everyone around me as well. So yeah. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that tends to dive in, like you were saying, you know, into these new things without really being realistic about it. And right. You know, I recent most recently started. Um, well, it's been a year or so now, but I was juicing for a while. You know, we bought a juicer and everything, and um, it ended up being so difficult to maintain mm-hmm. because it, it's not filling. It's just not filling. And right. you're, when you go to bed hungry and you're starving as you're trying to sleep, because I have word. hypoglycemia. Right. Yeah. So if I don't eat something, when it, when it comes to me, I will vomit. <laughs> oh, wow. There's, yeah. just, there's, no, there's no way around it. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a delicate balance. So we're at the point where it's like, okay, we, you know, yeah, the the juicing worked initially, but you know, now it's it and plus it's expensive as all get out. Yeah, right. That's the other thing of it. So, yeah, you have to use a lot so, of vegetables to make a, a thing of juice. Well, the other thing, and this this is does sound self serving, but I'm telling you, get the book. If you get clean eating dirty sex, not only are there over 50 recipes that are really easy and good. But there's also, you know, chapters about nutrition and what type of oils to eat, what type of things to avoid and what type of things to add. And it's just nice to have, it's like, it's like the Bible of health, you know, because <laughs> it really covers so many different aspects. I know it's kind of a big thing to say. Okay. I might've gone too far, but I might be hyperbolic, but okay. <laughs> I get excited. It's okay. We, uh, we, we like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we were talking about tips for a healthier life. What about, tips for a healthy holiday season, be it physical or mental? Oh, yeah, that's really tough. Well, I mean, there's so many challenges around the holidays. I think especially now with the with this climate, with the with the political climate, I mean, you're going to go in with not just the regular stresses you have with your family, but if you have different political views, it's, it's very taxing. So I think you have to, for the mental side of things, um, I think you have to choose your battles. Because I tend to be like, oh, my God, you like so-and-so. I'm not going to get into it, but you probably can imagine yeah. who I don't, don't like. Um, if you go on right. my Twitter, it's pretty clear. Even though everyone's like, don't <laughs> mix politics. Stop talking about social justice. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to hurt your brand. I'm like, sorry. That's who I am. If it hurts my brand, it hurts yeah. my brand. But um, I've attracted a lot of really good, like-minded people to my social media, and I've made some friends. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a tough thing. But anyway, I'm getting off course. So, I would say to choose your battles, you may maybe talk a little less to the people you know. If they start to talk politics, you don't want to say, you know what, can we just change the subject or let's just talk about something else. Also, mentally, it can be hard if you are trying to lose weight, if you want to stay away from the food, if you feel like you're going to eat something and they're going to beat yourself up all day and they're going to have a crappy holiday. Well, no one wants to do that. So what I would say is ease up a bit unless you have like a serious health issue and you're not supposed to eat something. But let yourself have just a couple of bites, and I know it seems tough, but of something that you really enjoy. And then don't, for example, let's say your favorite pie is there. Don't have a piece of cake, too. <laughs> just have the pie. Sit with the pie. Close your eyes. I'm super into mindful eating, especially if it's something decadent. So even if you're at a party, because I was at my husband's holiday party the other day, and uh, I just I don't usually eat chocolate cookies, but because I know I'm going to feel lousy the next day. But I was like, you know what? It's a party. I'm going to do it. And I sat down. I'm in a room full of people, and I'm literally sitting with my eyes closed. And every bite, I like the sensation, the chewing, the 
I, that probably sounds disgusting, but the, the, the moist, the cookie, it was just the, like the best cookie I've ever had. And it's because I wasn't just like shoving it in my mouth and talking to people the whole time. Do you see what I mean? So right. find something to like yeah. at the party at the holiday, eat it mindfully. Don't just shove it in your mouth while you're talking to people. Um, I'm not saying like tell people to leave you alone, but you know, I think if you, do you see what I mean? Like just people don't enjoy it. You see them just shoving food in their face yeah. and they're not really tasting it. But if you really sit with something, it's really satiating and you just feel better. So I think to, and, and don't beat yourself up. Look, if you eat too much, guess what? It's the holidays. Most people eat too much. Don't, don't make it a huge deal and don't let it ruin your day. But do take the time to enjoy the things you like and don't like eat everything, you know, save more room for the things that are really special. Yeah, I, I can, I can definitely get behind that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's funny too. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I've noticed as I've gotten older that, um, my appetite is a little smaller. Mm. So, you know, it used to be you'd go to eat something and like, like I would get like, I don't know. Uh, pizza. no, not that. Um, like two whoppers, okay. Mm. I would go and get two whoppers and and chow two whoppers and a large fry and a large drink. Right. And now now it's just the thought of doing that is like, oh my god, that's just way too much food. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? So I'm I'm yeah I'm finding that I'm starting to moderate on stuff what you know, whether I like it or not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I knew at this party that there was going to be stuff I shouldn't eat. I knew there was going to be pizza, and I rarely eat pizza, but this is a really, like, high-end quality Italian restaurant where everything is homemade and amazing. And I didn't know about the cookies. I was just going to eat the pizza. So I'm still feeling a little foggy, (laughs) which is probably why I'm like, why do I feel like I'm not making any sense at all? (laughs) It's a damn food hangover. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. You're doing great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You absolutely are doing great. And thank you. You know the uh, the I, if anything if anybody's in a fog, it's me. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I lost my train of thought. That's so, okay. So I'm, I'm gonna have you take over, babe. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lisa, we were talking a little bit about how active you are on social media. Um, how do you feel about the mental health community that we're developing? Oh, I think it's fantastic. And I'm honored that what you said in the beginning, I mean, just to be a part of it is huge. I I really, that's what I love about social media. I love the being able to meet, like I said, like-minded people, people who are doing things to raise awareness around mental health, to raise awareness around social justice issues, to raise awareness around things that can really change what's going on right now in the world as, as much as we can. Right. And to just, because you can feel so, I can feel so overwhelmed, you know, I'll be like, how is this happening? What's going on politically? This is a disaster. And then I can say, yeah, but look, you know, Becca's doing this great stuff and they have the show. And, and then I heard from Kirk and then, you know, I mean, there's just so many great people in that community. So I'm really, really proud of every, everybody for all that we're doing. It's great. Yeah. And I love that it's, it's a big, wide open gigantic community but you just said Kirk and we knew exactly who yeah, you were. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know I'm like every suddenly I'm like I don't remember anybody's names. <laughs> yeah, Kirk, I love Kirk. Funny. He is like, so oh, encouraging, isn't he? He oh, is he just is. fantastic. He's a hell of a dude. Right. Love that dude. Yeah, he's yep. just amazing. Yeah. You know, him and 
Rudy and Perez and you know, and it's funny because I'm saying it, like everybody's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if you guys know Dr. Denise, but she's fabulous. We used to do a show together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's wonderful. I love her. She's such a good person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she sweet. is um, probably the, the most positive person I think I've ever come across. It just right. sort of radiates, radiates off of her, you know? Mm-hmm. It just. It really does. It really does. Yeah, it's an incredible, it's an incredible community that, that we have on, on Twitter and. You know, I'm, I'm proud of it, you know, just because it's it's grown into this natural, organic thing where everybody is just so positive for everybody else. You know, uh, I think all the trolls have kind of gone. You know, I, I don't think needed. all of them are gone, but I think we've mm-hmm. all become better at avoiding those type of situations. Mm-hmm. And right. knowing knowing who to block and, and when, I, I don't. You know, occasionally I'll see someone complain that they've been, somebody's been trolling them and, you know, everybody sort of rallies around them and tries to get the person kicked off the internet. And... <laughs> <laughs> not, not even Twitter, just the whole internet. Yeah. You, you go, no MySpace for you. Right. You know. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's quite a, quite a community we've, we've developed and, uh, you know, it, sometimes it feels like we're a little bit stuck in, you know, what we're trying to get done. You know, obviously right. the, the 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 tip of the iceberg is ending the stigma on, on mental yes. health, mental. And uh, sometimes it seems like maybe we're just talking and not no action, and right. then something will and something will happen, and it's huge. And it, you know, I love I love being a part of it. It, it feels wonderful to to know that I'm actually helping people. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely are. It's it, it is. It, and it's it's slow, right? And it just but we have to keep trying. That's the thing. Like we we can never stop. I mean, I just had Kyler Lee on the show on my show Talk Healthy Today and she was wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, she's from Lieutenant Danvers on Supergirl. I watched that with my husband and daughter yeah. and she's our favorite character and it was really great having her on and, you know, it was part of a radio tour. So I got lucky because, you know, if I reach out myself, sometimes it's difficult, but if you, you know, if, if I happen to be on the right list, it's like, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was great. And I got to speak with her and we had a really good conversation because my grandmother was bipolar and back then they called it manic depressive and she wouldn't take her medication. Mm-hmm. And it was very challenging. And just for her to share her own story where her grandmother is bipolar, her mother is bipolar, she's bipolar, and now she's seen signs in her daughter. And if you haven't heard it, I would go to Talk Healthy today and definitely check it out. She's really open and fabulous. Yeah, I I love her on the show. I I watch Supergirl and, you know, Batwoman and all that, uh, all the CW, not all the CW shows. I love the CW. We are open. Open to all. I love that. They're so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's very cool. You know, and um, you know, watching you know the crisis that's been going on and stuff. It's just it's you know considering that I actually have the copy of the comic book, you know, the 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 graphic novel of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's really cool that they're actually doing that. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, I missed so, that. My hu- I was away last weekend, and my husband and daughter watched it. And um, 
Mm-hmm. I think that's what they watch. Is that where they kind of put all the shows together? Or they put yeah, all the, yeah, that's yes, the, yeah, they, crossover. And, yeah, I need to see. You that. know the 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 whole idea behind it is to finally have all the shows in one universe, right? You know, um, which is kind of a cool concept. But I mean, yeah. seeing some of the cameos that they brought in is just really really cool. So you know, nice. definitely. Uh, I'll I'll talk with you off air about it uh, just to hit you to some of the some of the cameos that that were really cool. Oh, cool! Yeah, the but, only ones uh, I watch right now are Black Lightning, Flash, and Supergirl. I haven't seen—is it Batwoman or Catwoman? Batwoman. Mm-hmm. I don't even see Batwoman. how. I don't even know. Yeah, Batwoman's oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that actress. That yeah, Ruby Rose. Yeah, she she's pretty good in it, and uh, just overall the show's really really good. Oh, cool! So nice. Um, but we're we're wanted. We're, we're winding down on time, so we gotta we gotta answer a couple more things with you, oh, okay. young lady. I, uh, I love getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> Did I tell you I have ADD? Yeah, Is it obvious yet? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next for you? Oh, God, that's a good question. Um, well, right now, my biggest goal is to keep promoting the book, and I'm having a hard time because I've had a lot of no's because of the title, uh, which is unfortunate that people can't read the press release where it says this book is not about dirty sex Um, and see that it really is a book to help people live healthier lives Uh, to continue with Naturally Savvy Radio I've been doing that for six years it's a great podcast I do with Andrea Donsky she's from the site uh, NaturallySavvy.com which is a great great site for healthy living and I'm excited because starting in January we've been doing one show a week on Tuesdays. We're going to add a Thursday show and we're doing THD, wait, THTCE, which is Throwback Thursday Celebrity Edition. So we had Alan Arkin on the program and Suzanne Summers and Carol Alt and Kelly LeBrock and like, you know, people who, you know, some people are still doing some big things. Some people are like, oh my God, I remember, you know, from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that for February, March, no, not February. Yes, January, February. And then we're going to continue on with new shows on January on Tuesdays, and then starting in March, we'll have two day a week of new shows. So that'll be fun. And then I do Talk Healthy Today, which I really enjoy doing. I do that through AIM Media. They own Clean Eating Magazine, Vegetarian Times, uh, Yoga Journal, Better Nutrition, and more. And so that show uh, releases every Tuesday as well. And you can find those on iHeart, Stitcher, iTunes. And if you go, I have a brand new website, which I'm super excited about. So you can find everything there. It's Lisa. I made it super easy. LisaDavisMPH.com, which I finally got my Twitter handle changed and my Instagram to at LisaDavisMPH. Um, Cause I finally cool. realized like, ding, I should be using my name instead of, I had health media gal. I had my, my old website is it's your health with Lisa Davis. It's just too long. So Lisa Davis MPH, that's it. You can find everything. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, awesome. what, that's what we were going to ask you about next Yay. is your, your social, your social media. media. So. Yay. Yeah, so now follow me, you'll get health, you'll get social. Oh, yeah, you know, it's funny, and I'd love to, God, I wish we had more time because I would love your opinion on, like, oh, you, hold on, quiet blue. That's my, my baby. I call him Mr. Baby, my pity. <laughs> Pitbulls are the best. Don't Aww. listen to the nonsense. He is the. They are such good dogs. But at any rate, 
I'd love to talk to you guys sometime about this whole thing of like, oh, don't post anything that brings up negative stuff or don't post things that, you know, about social justice or mental health because, you know, you don't want to – I mean, obviously mental health is your brand, then you're you're fine. But for I get a lot of people who are like, oh, your page isn't positive enough because you mentioned about, you know, Black Lives Matter or about police violence against the African-American community and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, because I care about that. So I think it's really tricky, yep. and I would love to hear what you guys think at some point. That'd be an interesting show, don't you think? Like, how do you balance oh, yeah, your interests with your professional stuff? I guess you're supposed to keep it separate, but I'm I'm not very good at that, obviously. <laughs> you know, I I think that would be an awesome thing to talk about the the next time we have you on. Because yeah, I'd love that. We would love to have you on again. You know that. Okay. So yeah, uh, you could become a, a member of the the uh, multi <laughs> multi appearance club. club. We got we got to come. Other. Oh. Well, you guys got to come back Scott. on my show too. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, we will. Okay. Cool. Um, Scott. Scott says that would the, the topic would actually be a good roundtable show. So that's something to we got to oh, jot that that's down. That's a great and, idea. And, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've so. had a couple. Is it three? We've had three now. Three now. Three yeah. roundtables that we call the Keep Talking Mental Health Roundtable. And we've done that for three years in a row. So we'll, we'll be coming up in 2020. We'll need a new one. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So that said, we uh, we got to call it a day. Unfortunately. Um, had a great conversation. Yes, we we loved having you on, Lisa. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. And, I had a super uh, good time. We want you to stay on the line, and okay. for everybody else in center land you're going to be listening to and i haven't heard this yet uh the john legend and and kelly clarkson politically correct version of baby it's cold outside happy holidays everybody
coming when you get home. But you better go before it's dawn. Well, gosh, your lips look delicious. Oh, he loves my music, baby, I'm sure. I'm a genie, tell me what your wish is. I'm well aware. Say, me a oh, keep it, girl. I don't care. You've really been great. I feel when you touch my hand. I want you to stay. It's not up to me. Well, they can talk, but what do they know? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.